What's good? Happy Sunday. It's your girl, your fam, your homegirl, Jessie Rue. And welcome back for another episode of Jessie Rue Podcast. You know, you sometimes you just got to just do you. They going to talk regardless. So why are you going to sit here and analyze their thoughts over what you know you deserve and what you're able to do? Know your gifts. Know your abilities. And don't try to hide them. All right. Enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Fam, bam, what's going on? Man, I feel like this year this year is literally about to be over. Like, November is over. For those of y'all who celebrate, um, quote, unquote, Thanksgiving, yeah, that's the confirmation that, like, it's almost here. But I'm happy because then a lot of y'all will stop judging me for the fact that I've been on the bodies of Christmas since after my birthday. So, like, I, once December hit, y'all cannot say not a word about Christmas. I've literally been binge-watching Christmas movies since Halloween ended. And for those of y'all who hate the fact that we indulge in Christmas, get over yourself. Everybody has their holiday. Those of you who celebrate Thanksgiving, that's your business. Do what you do. Not my holiday for several reasons, more than one. Nonetheless, being part Puerto Rican, uh, you know... That's another reason why as well, if you don't know about Discovery Day of Puerto Rico, not liking its origins, but kind of so without it, we wouldn't have uh, San Juan or Ponce as one of our main cities that bring in a lot of traffic to the city. That's kind of how it thrives a little bit, I mean, to the island, so to each its own, but I ain't about to be doing nothing, and I feel like that holiday of Thanksgiving is starting to dwindle because people are really realizing it is for what it is, and more so taking it for what it's not, and just using it as a time to fellowship, which is nothing wrong with that either. But you know what? Just do you. That's what NDRE said, and that's really how I feel. So today's episode is called Gifts. Yes, Gifts. And y'all know I'm big about gifts because I feel like we all have a purpose. We all are designed to be, do something and be on this earth to provide something to society, to culture, to our families, what, whether it be, it's a plethora of areas where you can just contribute your gifts. But the fact is each one of us has a gift. Um, if you just sue, if you decide to tap in to find out what that gift is, that's your business. And I feel like when you don't, you're depriving yourself and others from your gift. And like I always say on this podcast, it's never been something I've had a desire to do. Um, but I've always been able to talk. Like, I'm a talker. I've always been talkative. I've always been able to connect with people. I've always had the ability to just share my thoughts and processes and just understand others. Like, you know when they be like, oh, you know how you meet somebody and then within seconds they just be like, they want to share their whole life with you? I'm that person. I give that sense of comfort. And the fact that there's so much knowledge that I, I retain, I feel like I my gift is being able to be a nerd, be a bookworm, be somebody who's very big into history, into studying and wanting to know more, that I share more because not everybody has that desire or that gift to be able to give it in a facet where people are willing to receive it. Like I've heard a lot of times people have had listened to podcasts or try to tap into podcasts like my home. <laughs> my sister Ebony tells me all the time, like, oh, you know, I don't even like podcasts. The only podcast I listen to is yours. Not saying I'm like I'm I'm not grateful, but I just find it funny when people say that because I've heard people say like I've listened to podcasts and they just can't get into it or their voice is annoying or I understand the messaging, but after a while I kind of drift off. And to have people who come to me and be like, "Yo, I, I rock with your podcast," and they're able to recite lines or have quotes they've taken from something I said is a gift. 
it's a gift I don't take lightly because words are powerful. Words have very much deep meaning. As they always say, words can cut. There's power in the tongue. So what you speak is what you live. That's what I go by. Um, so if you're not speaking positive over your life, if you're not speaking affirmations into your life or pouring into yourself um, affirmatively or into others and you speak wickedness, wickedness will come upon you. You speak of, you know, negatively over people or over lives. It's going to regurgitate into your atmosphere and your orbit or whoever you might be able to um, be around. So I don't think people realize the power in words and in your gifts. And um, it's selfish if they're being held. It It, it is super selfish. Um, my gift of art. I know it's not something I can, you know, art is a very fickle type of arena. Um, you can't just live off of it you you can but you gotta put in that work and that's not something i'm willing to do but i know it's a gift of mine to be able to create and allow personalization for people to connect with my art and be able to wear it where they feel like i got this it's a one-on-one it's a custom it was created for me um by someone who understood me and uh, not understood me understands me and is able to execute who i am in the form of apparel um, I don't take that lightly. Uh, I myself wear my own customs because not because I'm my best promotion and I know my gift, but I want the world to know my gift. I want my world to know the ability because a lot of people have hidden talents or gifts that they don't share and they sit on them. And then they wonder why, like, sometimes I feel like in life we sit on things and wonder why, like, things don't go right or blessings don't happen. But how do you not know that the gifts that you have that you're sitting on or what's supposed to allow that blessing to open? And you keep hearing that voice. You know, whenever they say you, you ask for a sign, that is a sign. Because whenever you hear that voice and it's just like, go do this, that means you're supposed to do it. Whether if you fail at it, whether if you're successful, whether it's indifferent, you're supposed to do it. Because there's a reason why that 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 energy or that, you know, that spirit came upon you to be able to do it. So I feel like... There's a lot of people who are multifaceted in, in arenas of gifts. Like, I've watched many public figures. But when I say triple threat, being a triple threat in pu as a public figure is the biggest gift or gifts in the world. Because I feel like a lot of people are tunneled into being pigeon pigeonholed into one space in this, in, I guess you could say, the world of social media pigeonholes a lot of people. So some people are just actors and acting is all they do. Some people are just seen as singers and that's just all they do, but they can act or models and that's all they do. Like if you look at other people, Coco Jones came out with what I didn't tell you because she said that the industry or people just see her as, oh, the girl who acts the whole time. She has vocals. Singing is her first passion. Um, same thing with Demetri McKinney. Has a whole vo vocal ability, but acting is what you know her by. Same thing with Novi. You see her as an actress, but the whole time she's an astrologer, a photographer. So it's a lot where I feel, especially for black women, where we have gifts. And us being our nurturing self is a gift within itself. A lot of us may not have kids or want them, but we still have that nurture ability within us because it's just who we are as black women. Um, but it's something that's needed because you don't know how your gift could save the life of somebody else's. And honestly and truly, I could say this and share this with y'all that my gift of just being on this podcast has saved somebody's life, literally. Like me speaking on my suicide and my parasuicidal thoughts and my suicide attempts or speaking on my friend who committed suicide and the effects it had on me in the afterworld or speaking on 
the transgenerational toxicity or speaking on, you know, only child life or a lot of my personal experiences, a lot of society and culture has helped many people where there was a person who wanted to commit suicide at a point and just reached out to me and just had the conversation and literally felt like, hey, yo, your podcast saved my life. Like you speaking on what was taboo allowed me to just know to myself that I have a bigger purpose. Would I have expected that from myself? No. You would have told me this five years ago when everybody kept putting this in my head. I'm like, yo, you're out your fucking mind. It's not what I'm supposed to do. But let's think about if I wasn't forced into the space where sometimes God has the ability to sit you in spaces and sit you down to make you really realize and focus. Like, yeah, I've been tugging at you. You've been ignoring me. Now you're forced to have to realize it. So what you going to do about it? And that's what it was for me in the pandemic. Like being forced to have to be in a space where I'm had to be in solitude, which I was used to, but look at what my purpose was and why I was here, especially if that was a year after my friend committed suicide. Why am I here? What can I contribute to the world or to society or to culture, even if it's one listener to a hundred listeners to a thousand listeners to if this podcast don't go no further than a hundred downloads or doesn't get no further, as long as one person reaches it and understands it, that's all that matters. Unfortunately, or by great, I won't say unfortunate because it's not unfortunate, but grateful or by blessings, I've been blessed enough to have y'all be active and ride with me for seven seasons. I've been able to give y'all more content and share my gift more with y'all on a weekly basis than semi-month, semi-monthly. I've been able to share other people's experiences of their journeys, of their culture and society and, you know, their growth along their journey. So it, it's it's necessary for us to sometimes step outside of ourselves and step in the perspective of others. And I feel like that's what Just Be Real Podcast is because on air, let's keep it real. OK, we're going to speak about what we need to speak about. And you tap in and you choose to not open up your mind to listen. It is what it is. Um I was literally just listening because I don't know if y'all know, I'm very big into Jay Ill, the podcast. As of recently, between her, uh, uh, Leia, uh, and uh, Aja, of, you know, all of them are homegirls, and Jill Scott, they have the Jay Ill podcast. And when I say it sounds like I'm listening to my big sisters drop gems that I wish, because y'all know my strained relationship with my own sisters, listen to my big sisters drop gems and feed me. Not feed me like physically, but feed me spiritually, feed me mentally, feed me, you know, proverbially. That's what they do. Like, it's just like listen to your big sisters or your aunties or your homegirls just have a conversation. They like my my young sister. Listen to me. Y'all know Jay Jill Scott got that voice of just comfort. And and solace in her voice, and it's just so smooth and spoke soft spoken, and it just magnetizes you where it's just and captivates you to want to just listen. And the way she does that in her music, she's able to do that on this podcast. And it's hard to believe that Jill Scott is fifty, but a lot of them are older than me, so I look at them as big sisters and like aunties in the sort, if you want to say, where it's just like the dialogue between these three black women. The dialogue between this sister circle is just like empowering. So that's her gift. Her gift are words. Her gift is words. Her gift is to speak life and speak light over her own life, but into others. Same thing with Rhapsody. Wordplay is always crazy. Her her gift is to use words, double entendre, triple entendre, and to play on words where she's able to deliver a message where others are able to receive and captivate it. You know what I'm saying? 
it's just a gift. Queen Latifah has a gift where not only did rapping bring her into it, same with MC Light, but she has a gift where being representation and just acting and just, you know, speaking where she had her show and just being multifaceted, her and Light, it's a gift. Some people have gifts. Some people have just a gift. And to have gifts is always something that I feel is some that is for black women mainly or black culture is looked down upon because they don't want to see us excel as much, if that makes sense. So your gifts are meant to be a blessing to others. I will keep saying that. The longer you hold on to them, the more you're blocking your blessing to allow yourself to bless somebody else. So you got to be mindful of when you just do you, do you in the most authentic way possible and let that gift shine bright. People going to talk regardless. And some people are going to talk negative about your gift because they that's the gift they have to train. And I'm going to break it down like this. So there's gifts that are innate. Like for me, art is innate. My mom's an artist and I feel like maybe that passed down to me, but it's innate. Being able to be draw people in and be like a moth to flame, my mom's the same way. It's innate. So it's a gift because a lot of people don't have that gift to bring people together or bring people closer and, you know, have conversations. So it's a gift. Not only is it a gift, but to others who have to force themselves to not be socially awkward, have to not their energy or their aura doesn't attract people to want to just automatically draw to them it's going to be a problem for that person sitting in the corner and they're going to side-eye me because I have the ability to just not say a word and my my energy speaks like, hey, I'm in the room, but I don't have to say it. But my energy is so bright and so welcoming and so loving. People sitting there be like, oh, hey, girl. Da, da, da. Like, y'all heard with me, it was like, I met Jess. Like, oh, that was the vibe. And, yo, I didn't, you know, okay, I see where we at. Like, it just gives. Same with India. Dang, we just met a few months ago. Like, I feel like I've known you forever. Like, that's the energy myself gives. And for somebody who has to force themselves into social spaces or force themselves to have to be chameleons and adapt to the environments they're in with the different people where they just don't have a sense of identity, it's going to bother them. Beloved, your spirit is disturbed because I can't help the fact that I'm who I am and my gift is to just be a guiding and shining light. And because you have to work for it and I'm just just here, it's an issue. Like, I've come to the realization, and I'm going I'm to keep it 100 with y'all. I'm going to really keep it 100 with y'all. I've come to the realization a lot of the reason why I'm so able, the, the fact that I'm able to sit in solitude and solace bothers a lot of fucking people. That's a gift, too. Like, I can be by myself and not have any issues with being by myself. Not saying that, oh, yeah, I'm cutting off the world and, like, oh, I, I hate people. But being to myself and by myself and off the grid is not a problem for me. Like, when the pandemic happened, I was able to just sit and not feel think twice. Less conversation. I'm an introvert. Y'all notice. Less conversation, less interaction, better for me. Because I don't have time being an empath, absorbing all those energies. It's fine by me. But at the same token, it's an issue for most because they're so used to having to have people around them. They don't know what it is to sit in silence and sit with self. Because then it's going to mean that the inner work that you need to do or what needs to be handled is screaming so fucking loud. You don't want to be bothered with it. Like, have y'all ever seen them 30s, 40-something-year-olds, 50-year-olds? Like, I literally got an invite from a 30-something-year-old the other day 
who throws parties and they're not well known. He's not known as a promoter out here and literally left New York to come down here to be a promoter. And his shit is still as fucking dull as it was when he was in New York. And he's 30 something. Why are parties still your main focus? Why do you not have a substantial real goal and not use that as a hobby where like you're 30 something? Not saying that's not possible because we've seen people flourish like Ava DuVernay in their gifts later down. Like some people are late, late bloomers. Like Bevy Smith says it gets greater later, which is fine. But when that's your only forward source and that's your only focus, you got to find something else as an outlet. I'm not telling y'all abandon your dreams or your goals, but I feel like at 30 something, there has to be more than life than just partying, honestly and truly. Like at this point, I feel like a party situation, that's cool, but you got to have more and more substance to who you are as a person. Like that shouldn't be your only identity, especially if you trash. You see what I'm saying? So there's a difference knowing to when to quit or when to continue to persevere. For him, he needs to fucking quit. Because you're in North Carolina. If you can't get it popping in New York, you damn sure not about to get it popping out here, bro. Like, let's keep it a stack and a hundo. But you just got to know also, like, people are going to judge. Like, what if people judged uh, Oprah Winfrey and Oprah really, really gave up? She wouldn't be the billionaire she is today. What if Ava DuVernay said, I'm not going to ever touch a camera, and in her 30s, touch the camera, and now look at her, one of the most prominent directors, female directors. What if Tasha Smith said, oh, because acting wasn't again the thing, and it was a stereotypical thing, or somebody might have been judging her. What if she never made her directorial debut and been who she is now, working on a lot of our black series and sitcoms and movies we love today? What if Sanaa Lathan went ahead and just let people pigeonhole her? into just being an actress and not being a director and following her father Stan Lathan's footsteps where on the come up never would have came about. You see what I'm saying? What if Bell Hooks never created um, her books and at the time frame she did? What if, you know, Cicely Tyson would have gave up at a time where there weren't that many uh, roles that were given where she was able to see over 90, a nine decade span of what life is with a seven decade span career? You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of what ifs, but it's a what what has, what what is, what will be. You know what I'm saying? These same people that I just mentioned, if they let their career stop where they were, where they were originally started at and didn't pursue other avenues, they wouldn't be as prominent and dominant as they are now. You feel me? Novi Brown, I will always constantly speak on because she literally is a sister in her mid-30s. Okay, Novi has been grinding, but like her prominence came from sisters. Sisters only been out like three, four years. So pretty much in the beginning of her 30s, Novi was on the scene. What if Novi would have gave up? What if Novi would have never packed up from New York and drove across country to pursue her dreams, even not knowing that it was going to be successful? What if Taraji P. Henson did the same thing, not leaving home from D.C. with $700 in her pocket, getting her degree after having her son? As, as where she is, where she now has the TPH line and has a foundation for mental health. What, what has happened is that these people took a chance and had faith in their gifts to pursue what they knew they were meant to be on this earth to do. What is happening are they're making their staples, their marks, and their placement in this world as foundations for the next generation of what will be. I feel like I always say for me in accounting, you don't see many black accountants but what if I would have quit and just never went ahead and pursued to be in this awkward spaces to not know that what is, is I'm making a benchmark and a set president for what will be for future, future black senior accountants. 
me fighting against that job I told y'all about because it's bigotry and racism and standing up for myself allowed them to know I'm not one to play with and there's going to be others like me who are not tolerating y'all shit. Watch how you talk to me. I don't give a fuck what your position is. Speak to me with respect. You will respect me. It's a gift. I have a gift to always be the outlier. I have a gift to always go against the grain and not find any remorse in doing it. Like, you know how people will throw rocks and hide their hands? That's never been me. If I'm throwing them motherfucking rocks, best believe, huh? I'm shaking my hands like, hey, you see my face? I'm going to even use my hands and hold it under my face. Like, you see me? It was me. It was me. Like, I have no issue. And that's always been my... My superpower. My mom says the whole time, she's like, you love making white people uncomfortable. You love talking about things that I would be, I wouldn't even talk about back in my day. You love going against the grain. You love shaking stuff. I do. And I don't do it because I'm a rebel, but I do it because it needs to be done. Some people be talking to Amanda Slander. Watch your mouth. Don't do it. Not around me. I'm not the one. But it's something that really can't be purchased because they come to an emotional and sensible tie. Like, Gifts are something that's emotional and sentimental. It's an emotional and sentimental tie. Because like Erica Badu said, I'm an artist. I'm sensitive about my shit. Your gift is something you should be very sensitive about. It should have so much emotions where it either overflows in your heart of gratitude where you would still do it or still love it as much because it's a gift even if you didn't get paid for it. There's a sentimental tie because you know what pride you take into your gift that nobody will probably understand. I take pride into my custom jackets because I create them out of love and out of passion of art that I have, that I, I haven't seen on the spectrum ever. Yes, people can take a canvas. People can take, you know, Jerome, Jer, what is his name? Jerome that does like the custom tables. People can take pride in a painting. People can take pride in whatever. And that's something that you can look at. But I take pride outside of just wearing, because I'm big into my individuality, wearing fashions as to having, why not having the same art that you look at on a piece of an apparel? You know what I'm saying? It's a sentimental and emotional tie for me where my friends be like, I'm like, yo, this is like, when I did that Novi Brown jacket, I want y'all to know, and I'm being very transparent, I hated that jacket. I, I hated the jacket because I'm like, this jacket could be so much better because I know what my gift is able to do and I'm supposed to be pushing the envelope. Hence why I'm practicing doing all these jackets. So my friend was like, you snapped. I'm like, you think so? She's like, you're so critical on yourself because you know your ability and your gifts that to us that are on the outside who can't even probably paint or even sketch or do half of what you do on that on a piece of paper and you're doing it on clothing where you can't go back and erase your mistakes. We look at it different. That's another thing. Your gift is a, is a different perception sometimes to somebody else. What you think may be a burden may be a blessing to somebody else. You see what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know if Novi got her jacket, y'all. I did send it over a month ago. I don't want to keep bugging her. But the fact that there was so much, I felt the love and appreciation and gratitude when I told her about the jacket and I was going to mail it to her. It's just like, I felt what Novi said without saying, because it was just like a, a, a sentimental and emotional tie, like, Wow, you took the time to create me for me in a space where I can wear myself proudly, not just proudly on a metaphorical sense, but on an actual physical sense. And when I had her on my wall and she was like, oh, my God, I'm flirted, like insane. Thank you for including me. It's, it probably propels her to feel like, wow, what I'm doing is what I'm doing. And people are seeing me for who I am. And people who don't know me are actually advocating for me. That's how it is for me with this podcast. I heard it was for me and my art. Like, I appreciate y'all so much because 
I just do me. I really do. But I feel like the longer I was sitting on my gift and not pursuing it like I should, the more I was, I guess you can say, I don't know how to say it, but the more God was like, this ain't what I put you on this earth to do. And like I said, it's either practice or it's innate. Like I said, my mom's an artist, so art probably comes innate to me. Words have always been a passion because I love words. So maybe that's why when it comes to poetry, I don't know if y'all heard poetic relief, is it, it just flows like off my tongue. It's innate. Like I don't and it's not because I'm a Virgo, because that might have something to do like my placements and my abilities might have something to do with it. But like a lot of stuff that I do automatically it's natural. It's innate. Like you can give me something once and I'm picking it up. Like I don't know if y'all know, but I play nine different instruments. Seven out of those nine instruments, I learned by ear. Seven out of, seven out of those nine instruments, I'm self-taught. You see what I'm saying? It's a gift. Do I play on a gift? No. Should I? Yeah. But you know, sometimes it's also a place where gifts take time. Because I'm not a half-assed person. So if I dedicate myself to a gift, it has to be me doing it 100%. Now that is for sure the Virgo perfectionist in me, but I don't, I like having, like how Nova used to say, like, I like having a, a, a plethora of options on my plate. Like never get, my mom was the type where she gave me as a kid options to just try a bunch of things at once, which helped me with time management, which is a gift, which helped me, which definitely was a gift when I was online for Delta, but it was a gift because it allowed me to learn that nothing stops because you start something else. And just because you start something else don't mean you have to stop what you were already doing. Don't let that go over your head. So it allowed me to know that that's my purpose on this earth. I can be the light that needs to shine. And never underestimate the power in my gifts. Like how India just said. You know what I'm saying? Somebody's got to change the game. Somebody's got to raise the bar. You may be out here sitting on a gift and been contemplating on something. My homegirl just told me the other day that one of her friends signed, up for, signed her up for an acting class. And she's like, I don't know why she did it. Sometimes people see that light in you and see that gift in you that you don't see in yourself. And they propel. The fact that her friend even took the initiative to sign her up shows how genuine the bond is for her friend to know like, hey, my friend might be good at this. But put your best foot forward. Try it. You don't know. You won't know until you try. So take it, because for all I know, you could be an actress. I, Girl, take the class. Because that might be a passion that you developed for and had a yearning desire or thought about in the back of your mind that now is put to the forefront where you can share your gift. We need more people in front of the camera as much as we do behind the camera. So how do you not know that you might be a writer in a writer's room? You know what I'm saying? Like there's other avenues in the realm of media and acting that she might not even know she's about to tap into. Stand in those gifts. Explore them all. Forget what the world says. Just do you because it's needed. It's needed. And I'm going to tell you, I go by a little acronym. Y'all know I love me a little good proverbial acronym. <laughs> I go by the acronym of gifts. Gilded, incorporated, fellowship, time, and selfful. Gilded, incorporated, fellowship, time, and selfful. So I say gilded because, like I just said, somebody's got to change the game. Somebody's got to raise the bar. In my mind, the bar is golden. It's golden. Gild is covered in gold. 
Your gift is gilded because it's covered in gold. There's so much price and value to it that it's untouchable. Y'all know what it is with a gold bar? A gold bar might be the bar you have to raise, but a gold bar has mass. It has density. It has substance. It's shiny, but the value of that gold is beyond measure because that's something everybody wants to get their hands on. Y'all feel where I'm going with this? Gifts are gilded. There's something covered in gold. There's something that's a gold bar that's covered in mass because it's so deeply rooted in who you are, where the density is unmatched. It got some weight to it and some, it might be heavy for some, but for you, it's light work. Would you say living my life like it's golden? I'm taking my freedom, putting it in my car, putting it on the string, wearing it around my neck. Gold is something of so much value to society and to this culture or to the world that treat your gift like it's gold because it is incorporated. It could be incorporated into your daily life. Me doing this podcast, me doing my art, incorporates as me being the artistic accountant. What I learn from the specimens and pieces that I share with y'all are what I take from all my everyday life of me being an anomaly in a world where I have to go against the grain, but in a professional way. So here's where I'm able to do it in a more informal, uh, more informal and unprofessional, well, not unprofessional, informal and unprovoked way where I don't feel like I'm being pressured to have to speak, but I'm just speaking from my heart because y'all understand it. You feel me? It's incorporated because it intersects in all aspects of my life. My using my voice here literally is how I use my voice in corporate America as an accountant by showing up physically and being that representation, which intersects with what it is with my art, where I show up with my passion of how I feel Physically and emotionally in my art. It's incorporated. It's incorporated into your DNA and who you are as a person. So let it shine, baby. Let it shine. Fellowship. Your gift is meant to be shared with the world. So find those who are able to understand your gift and want to receive your gift. See? Don't go places where your gift won't be appreciated. Because then what it's going to do is diminish your value and you're not going to feel as golden as you truly are. Go in spaces where you're able to fellowship, even if they can't understand it, but go in spaces at least to try. And then you find those who are able to appreciate your art and all you contribute and appreciate your fellowship and what you're able to put down. Mia told y'all, I met her because we were having a conversation about culture and society randomly. And that's just what I do. I speak. And look, then she became on the podcast. That's my, that's the homie. You feel me? Dion. We met 14 years ago as college kids and now fast forward to where we are now. Who I know y'all can't wait, but Dion coming back, y'all. Dion coming back. Where we are, where we are. Because we fellowshiped and kept that understanding of knowing that our powers and our words and that's how we connect. Gifts are about fellowship. You're not supposed to have a gift and just keep it for self. It's for others, for them to enjoy it as well time. Take the time to find your gift. Take the time to invest in that gift. Take the time to understand the origins of your gift and those who came before you who might be in the different, might be on a different path and have the same understanding of what your gift provides. Amanda Seals is my time, my time cap, my time capsule or my timekeeper. What she does or has done is, is a pathway to push me to where I am right now. 
You know what I'm saying? The time she spent, the energy, you know, to know that I can do this, but I can do this too. And the time, because I know my gift, I'm going to dedicate the time necessary. Time is something we can't get back. So the longer that clock ticks, you better hurry up and make sure because you don't want to leave this earth and not have a sense of feeling like you had a purpose and then life passes you by and then what? Time is of the essence. Why spend it alone? Share that gift. And last but not least, be selfful. This is something I took from um, from, from grandmother, I, I, Dr. Ayanla Van Zandt. Selfful means you're so full of your gift that all you can do is that when you pour over into others, you still have enough for self. When my homegirl India was like, yo, my home, my people's might want to start a podcast. I think we're going to start a podcast. And I don't know. You got any tools? Girl, hell yeah. I was like, well, if you bought, and I set her up. I was like, let me look because I did take notes. Before I did this podcast, I told you I was really invested into learning what it was. I took notes. So I was like, oh, hey, girl, you still want to do this podcast? I found the notes. I got a PowerPoint. I found the email. Let me know. I'm so full to the point where what you do is not going to block what I'm doing. Because what you're doing, we may be in the same realm and your gift may be the same. But the way it may be delivered is meant for me. The way you do it is meant for you. So hell yeah, I'm going to help you. Because I'm self-full, not selfish. Or selfless. I'm not selfless, I'm self-full. Because being selfless means you put so much time into your gift that you're sharing it. There's nothing left for you. No. I'm so full. I put so much time into my gift where I'm oh, I have so much overflow that if I give more, I'm still full. I still have enough to give to me and to anybody else who wants some of it. You feel me? Share your gift, but don't deplete yourself to the point where you don't have enough for you to be able to give it wholeheartedly. Just do you. It's okay. They're going to judge you one way or another. But baby, you got gifts. And I see them and I feel them. Don't be ashamed. We're out here. And like I always say on air, be real, be true, and always be unapologetically you. And make sure you always keep it real. Be real with yourself, though, with your gifts. Because that's the only way the world's going to see it. I love y'all. It's shine. Be gilded. Have a blessed week.